it's only a kick, a jump, a block, it's only a serve, it's only a tackle, a run, it's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. It's time to play like a jet with your host, Scott Mason. Play like a jet. What does that mean? Makai Becton, ladies and gentlemen, human beings that large should not run as fast as Makai Becton did. And if you like people just abusing other humans, the Makai Becton tape is for you. Wilson going to the air. Chased out by Daquan Jones. Wilson looking in zone, wide open, touchdown! First NFL touchdown for Zach Wilson, and it goes to Corey Davis. Down the middle, he's got it. Elijah Moore, the 20, the 10, the 5, touchdown. Jones is just caught flat-footed. What an excellent, excellent round. He'll hit immediately when he got the handoff. You know that's the q Oh, my gosh. Listen, thank you. From the playlikeajet.com digital studio, this is Play Like a Jet. My name is Scott Mason. You can follow me on Twitter at playlikeajet1. And it is time to talk some film and the keys to the game between the Jets and the Miami Dolphins tomorrow with the Thunder from down under, Mr. Luke Grant. Luke, what's up, brother? Not too much, Scott. Hoping the Jets put out a better performance against Miami than they did a few weeks ago at MetLife. So we'll see what the outcome is. But uh, I can't say I'm too optimistic, to be honest. One combination we won't be seeing in this game is Elijah Moore and Joe Flacco, who actually hooked up for an excellent long touchdown when the Jets played the Dolphins last time, even though they ended up losing the game. Moore is hurt. Flacco obviously back on the bench now that Zach Wilson is in. So we can't talk about either one of those two, but we can talk about Zach Wilson. Zach Wilson last week against the New Orleans Saints, a huge step backward. I was joking about this on the Rock Pile Report podcast this week with Drew and Chris. It almost feels like, if I may take a phrase from Paula Abdul, with Zach Wilson, it's one step forward, two steps back. Because every time he gives you one of those good games that makes you really optimistic about his future, he then turns around and gives you a game like the Saints game. So I know you had a chance to look at the tape. Go ahead and tell us what you saw. I think the biggest thing that stood out to me was a lack of trust in what he was seeing, a lack of chemistry with the receivers, and then that general inaccuracy that I'm pretty sure everyone saw. The one that people are going to talk about ad nauseum is the one where he went to throw the little 
uh, flat to Braxton Berrios and he dirted it. I said this online a couple of times. That's actually the throw I'm least worried about. That's Zach Wilson not finding the laces of the football and dirting a ball. It happens. It happened to Patrick Mahomes on Thursday night football. The ones that concern you are more when he's missing guys on hitches and on little crossing routes and things of that nature. And he's putting balls behind receivers. But to be honest, I could see this coming. And look, it's not an excuse that the Jets were down five starters. You know, Michael Carter, um, obviously Elijah Moore, who you touched on, uh, Mackay Becton, and just a ton of talent, Te- even Tevin Coleman. Then he comes out and his first few passes are dropped by by Ty Johnson, who looked like he couldn't catch a cold in the first half, which was distressing for Jets fans as he just kept, kept getting put out there, especially on these passing downs. Walter got injured and it snowballed from there. But going back to Zach, look, it was just a lack of trust in himself. And right now, again, people want to talk about technique and, oh, it's a lack of footwork or, you know, it's this, he has so many mechanical issues. Zach Wilson isn't trusting his ability to throw the football right now. I thought he did a better job against Philadelphia a fortnight ago uh, with his decision-making and decisiveness and knowing where to go with the football. It's as if that disappeared a little bit and his trust in the receivers disappeared and as did his uh, his accuracy in the short to intermediate part of the field. So overall, it was a very di- disappointing performance. I wanted to see more, but I saw it coming. I said it in, earlier in the week before the game that it feels like this is going to be a game where Zach struggles immensely and everyone says he sucks again. And it kind of undoes the progression that we've seen in the Philadelphia game. So I'm intrigued to see he gets Michael Carter back this week, which is a positive thing. The Jets really struggled in the running back room last week. Uh, obviously, there's no difference with the wide wide receiver one and two with uh, Corey Davis and Elijah Moore, both on the shelf. But Braxton Berrios, he's kind of been a favorite target of Zach underneath. Get the football in his hands. Jamison Crowder was a little invisible last week. Can he beat man coverage? They're going to be the questions. But Zach Wilson, overall, very disappointing. You want to see him play better and hopefully we see some progression back to what we saw against Philadelphia a fortnight ago. I wonder if a big part of his struggles were not just the obvious, which is he wasn't trusting himself and he wasn't trusting his targets without Elijah Moore and Corey Davis in there, but also the fact that Tevin Coleman and Michael Carter, two reliable weapons in the passing game out of the backfield, were not in there. Ty Johnson dropped three passes early on. He had no real security blanket there. So you have to think that ultimately that played into his mentality as well because without his two best receivers, without his two running backs, and two safety blankets out of the backfield, he may have really hesitated in terms of knowing where to go with the football and trusting where to go with the football. Heck, throw Tyler Croft in there too. I mean, he's not a world beater at the tight end position, but he's definitely better than Ryan Griffin. He has better hands. He has a better feel for finding the spot in his own coverage. I'm sure that was a factor. I mean, anytime you lose the guys who you're confident throwing to, who you know they're going to be there, they're going to be open, that you've created that chemistry with, when that's taken away, plus you're only seven games into your NFL career, it's so much to throw at a rookie. And that's why I was so certain he was going to struggle against the Saints, who are also a top 12 top 15 defense, even though they've been on a little bit of a downhill spiral the last few weeks, you know, guys like Marshall Lattimore on the back end, they're a really good team. Uh, even Marcus Davenport, they've got plenty of talent. So I think it was a combination in all of those things. But again, it's just a wild inconsistencies because you saw some misses and then think about the fourth down dart to Braxton Berrios. That was an incredible throw. It was so good. It was like he, he saw it, he ripped it and it was perfect. 
Uh, on another key third down, uh, Mike LaFleur split the field in half. He had Zach roll out and he hit, I believe it was Jamison Crowder in stride, a really tight window. And you just go, why isn't that there every single play? So I still think that's the biggest frustration as a Zach Wilson supporter and someone who's a big believer in his talent. But yeah, definitely the supporting cast and the security blankets not being there. That's a big factor. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped, streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. Play like a jet. Play like a jet. Let's talk about the keys to the game, Luke. And the first one has to be Zach Wilson getting back on track. We saw some things that we liked against Philadelphia, as you said, much more decisive throwing the football. Took a huge step back against the New Orleans Saints. He's got to get back to where he was against Philadelphia. And if he can't, the Jets are going to be in a lot of trouble. They really are. And I think what's going to bolster. Zach Wilson's performance is getting the ball to Michael Carter and to Jamison Crowder a heck of a lot. They're going to need to be the two guys that get open quickly. Again, we're seeing this Flores scheme, man coverage, what you see from Bill Belichick in New England. Get open quickly, make a decisive decision, for lack of a better word, to to get the ball out of your hands, to find space and let these guys create after the catch because they're going to pressure Zach Wilson. They're going to show different looks at the line of scrimmage, try and confuse the offensive line. I think those two are going to be the key. But for Zach, I think it's just about being, you know, Mike LaFleur talked about it through the week, and I think um, Robert Sala also backed it up. It was about being in the right place with his eyes because if you're looking in the wrong spot during a progression, then your feet are also behind because obviously they're intertwined and they're kind of matched up. So it's been better with his decision-making pre-snap, which I thought he was in Philadelphia. The good thing about playing Miami is they're going to give you a fairly consistent pitcher. And what I mean by that is sometimes they'll fool you with pressure, sure. But on the back end, you're going to get a lot of man coverage, a lot of cover zero. And Zach Wilson should have some clarity. So it's just about making the decision of what's my best matchup. 
who's got the best route to beat man coverage, who can do it the best. And identifying those things pre-snap will really help him perform better. And then I think you'll see him be more accurate. Another key to the game here on the offensive side of the ball is being able to run it effectively, which they weren't able to do last week without either Tevin Coleman or Michael Carter. Both are back this week. So if they can get the running game going, take a little bit of the pressure off Zach Wilson early, that'll be huge. It's going to be enormous because we say it time and time again on this podcast, Scott, when we're talking about the New York Jets offense, the Shanahan scheme, now the Lafleur scheme here in New York, is so heavily predicated and influenced by the outside running game. And that's what sets up the play action, the crossing routes, the boots, all those kind of looks, they come off the running game, the wide zone and the outside zone. How many times can you say this season, the Jets have just pounded the rock on first down or second down, whenever it is, and bitten off five, six yards per attempt, like we saw the Patriots do against Buffalo a couple of weeks ago in primetime. We haven't seen it. And it's been a huge flaw in this offense so far. Obviously, Mackay Becton being out is huge. Michael Carter missing three weeks on IR was also a factor. But realistically, the running game hasn't shone, and that really hasn't helped Zach Wilson. It hasn't helped the deep passing game, the play action shots. I think Elijah Vera Tucker is going to be huge for that. He's the best uh, running run blocker the Jets have. I, I don't really care what the advanced analytics say and ESPN win rates and things like that. Elijah Tucker is a top 15 left guard in the NFL when it comes to run blocking. Um, I think we've seen improvement from Connor McGovern, his ability to get uh, off combo blocks, climb to the second level. They just need to put it all together. A little bit better uh, run uh, blocking from George Fant and Morgan Moses would be nice. They've probably been the two weakest in that unit. And getting Michael Carter back, it's going to be enormous. We've seen what he does once he makes the first man miss, his vision, his ability to bounce it outside. I think we're going to see an improvement in the running game. The Dolphins really struggled early in the season to stop the run. So I think if there's a perfect culmination, it could be this week, but we're just going to have to wait and see. Luke, very little separation by the wide receivers against New Orleans. That's got to change against the Miami Dolphins or the Jets are dead in the water. Well, you have to. I mean, I already touched on the scheme itself being that man coverage, cover zero, bringing pressure at the line of scrimmage. And look, you need your receivers to win one-on-one and they need to win quickly. And last time, I'm pretty sure we touched on Jameson Crowder. And he's the guy again for me because Corey Davis, he's not there, but he doesn't beat man quickly anyway. Elijah Moore's on the shelf. Keelan Cole's been pretty disappointing. I don't want to talk about Denzel Mims because it makes me sad, but he's not beating man coverage. He's struggling with his releases. He's giving away penalties. So realistically, what's Zach Wilson left with to be confident in? I guess it's Braxton Berrios and and also uh, Jamison Crowder. So they have to find a way to get open quickly. There's got to be a lot of short underneath stuff because I don't think the Jets are going to win deep. I don't think the majority of the outside receivers are going to beat press coverage. Uh, obviously, Byron Jones is a good corner, probably not the caliber that most people think he is. We saw Elijah Moore kind of have his way with him last matchup. Uh, but Xavier uh, Howard is one of the premier corners in the NFL. So They've got their work cut out. It's a depleted group. It's going to make Zach Wilson's life hard, but they have to find a way. And if they don't, it's got to be Michael Carter, and we may see a very heavy dose of him. But as I said, when talking about Zach Wilson, I think Crowder and Carter are the key to beating this game and scoring points against the Dolphins. Luke, before we continue with keys to the game, I want to go back to Denzel Mims for a second because he's been a hot topic, 
after the disastrous performance against New Orleans. This has been a very frustrating year for him and for the fans who are expecting a lot more from him. What did you see in this game? Because it felt like a microcosm of the season for everybody that's been pushing for him, wanting him to get opportunities, and then to see him go out there and do that, it was a real letdown. It really was, and it's so hard to watch his tape at Baylor and how explosive he is, how good he was at the catch point, his ability to win deep with his stride length and you know running a 4-3-40 at the combine. And then you watch his rookie season, so much progression. He looked great. Uh, back, back shoulder passes on the boundary against the Chargers and the Chiefs, some of the crossing routes against New England and the Dolphins. Now, on Sunday, he was just so disappointing. And really, it's been pretty similar throughout the whole of the season. And I don't know if it's more mental than anything else, and it's him not being engaged, but he looks very one-paced in routes. What I mean by that is his ability to kind of find that fifth or sixth gear and separate from the uh, from the cornerback just isn't there right now. Something he did struggle with a little bit in his rookie season were his releases. I just mentioned that kind of in my my last statement. Um, his ability as an X receiver, is he's going to get pressed the whole time. That's what you're going to see as that guy solo side of the field. Uh, you obviously have to be covering up the tackle as part of the legal formation. So you're going to get pressed and he can't beat it. He doesn't have right now the twitch, the repertoire of moves. And although it was there last year, a little bit on tape, that concern, I thought he'd develop and he really hasn't. And that's what's been so disappointing. And I didn't love his comments in the press afterwards saying that he can't control the fact that he was benched because he can. He gave away two penalties that were clearly flags. They were on Denzel Mims. They were his fault. You need to take some ownership. And I feel like he kind of hasn't done that over the last two or three months. There's been a lot of excuses made. And as someone who, look, I'm not backtracking because I was the biggest Denzel Mims supporter you're going to find. I was banging the drum for him for three or four months before the draft throughout his rookie season. I don't think he's taken the ownership. I think there's been a lot of excuses and it's been really disappointing. Luke, talking about keys to the game on the other side of the ball for the Jets on defense, they've got to do something to stop the Dolphins passing game. It isn't that dynamic of a passing game, but last time Tua Tagovailoa played really well, very efficient football. This time it looks like he's not going to have his best weapon, Jalen Waddle, which should be a big boon to the Jets. But the way they've been playing lately, you would think that maybe Miami will just find somebody that you've either never heard of or barely gets to play, and that person will step in, and then Mike Gusecki is there. So the Jet defense, which has been terrible lately, is getting a big break, and they better make the most of it. I think the best Jets defender this week is going to be the COVID-19 list because, as you say, they <laughs> caught a massive break with uh, Jalen Waddle not being there. That's, you know, it's huge. Uh, you've seen his ability to uh, to get his hands on the football. He's, I think, top 10 in the NFL in receptions, and that's not just amongst rookies. That's all wide receivers in the NFL. He's been that, you know, quote-unquote security blanket for Tua this year rather than Mike Kosicki. So him being out is a huge break for the Jets. But who in the linebacking group is going to be able to cover Mike G? Because in the past, the Jets have used Michael Carter II. He's kind of had a mixed bag. He struggled a little bit against Kyle Pitts, against Atlanta, against Miami last time. There were a couple of times Mike beat him. So I'm intrigued to see how they handle him from a matchup perspective. Are they going to do anything different on defense? Probably not. They've got a very rigid scheme. But they need to find a way to stop everybody else and put the pressure on Tua to not be able to find Mike Jusicki because I'm sure he's going to be the favorite target with Waddle out. So they have to find a way to bracket him on the inside to get creative because I know their linebacking group and their safety aren't great, 
But right now you're playing an offense that's offensive weapons are subpar for the NFL. And that's the truth. And you can't let Miles Gaskin beat you on wheel routes uh, like Jared Davis got beaten at uh, MetLife Stadium a couple of weeks ago. So they just need to do a better job playing fundamental football, mixing their calls up on third down. And they shouldn't be allowing 30 points to this defense. But right now I have no confidence in saying that. One way that they might be able to stop Tua from getting the ball to Mike Gusecki consistently is if they get some pressure on Tua. Unfortunately, that's been a problem for the Jets. If the interior defensive line doesn't get to the quarterback, they don't get to the quarterback at all. So Quinn and Williams and John Franklin Myers are going to be huge here. If they can put some heat on Tua, that's going to go a long way towards the Jets being competitive. If they can't, this could be a very long day. Low-key, what might be the key to this uh, defensive line pressure is Bryce Huff. Uh, Looks like he's slated to play this week, I believe. He came off the short-term IR earlier in the week. When he was playing, and this isn't just Jets fandom speaking, he was really, really good. Like I'm talking, he was a top 25 pass rusher in the NFL the first four or five weeks of the season until he got hurt in that Atlanta game. He was playing a very high caliber ball. He was explosive. His repertoire and ability to win in different ways. I made a video on the YouTube channel earlier in the season. He was really impressive. And then he went down and more focus went on John Franklin Myers. Even more focus went on Quinn and Williams. With him coming back, Maybe the Jets have that edge presence that they really haven't had since week five, really, and since the bias. So I'm excited to see if that's an influence, if that allows Quinn and Williams to see more one-on-one matchups, because I think Jets fans know, well, I shouldn't give everyone so much credit, but when Quinn and Williams gets one-on-one matchups, he's going to win that more times than not. It's when he's getting doubled by the center and the left guard that, you know, that's a tough matchup for anyone in the NFL. And it's difficult to create pressures and sacks, but maybe Huff being back will provide that spark. John Franklin Myers has been a little up and down, but actually played really well against Miami, despite giving away the personal foul penalty that ended up costing us a chance to win the game and get off the field on third down. So I think they have an opportunity. The Miami Dolphins pass, um, Pass blocking is really poor Uh, across the line. Really, there's just a whole lot of question marks. You don't have a lot of confidence in any of them. So if there's a week the Jets are going to be disruptive and get Tua off the spot, it's going to be this week. Hopefully, it's led by Bryce Huff and his return, and that helps Quinn and Williams and JFM. Luke, you mentioned Miles Gaskin before. He and the Miami Dolphins' rushing attack are not very good, but against the Jets, they had a very productive day the last time these two teams played at MetLife Stadium. That can't happen again in Miami if the Jets want any chance. No, it can't. And Gaskin came off the uh, the COVID reserve list a couple of days ago, so he's going to be playing. It sounds funny to talk about Miles Gaskin as a key to the game, and we laughed about it last time when we played them a couple of weeks ago, but... It is, and it's not because of who they have. It's because of who we have, and I already prefaced it. The linebacking group really struggles, and Quincy Williams will have some really nice reps in pass coverage. You saw him break up a pass uh, covering Alvin Kamara, but even on that rep, he didn't quite get his head around the ball, kind of hit him. It just felt a little bit clunky, and that's kind of how you feel every time the Jets have an isolated one-on-one man coverage matchup against a quality running back. And look, they're not going against Alvin Kamara this week. I realize that it's Miles Gaskin, and that kind of has to be um, emphasized because there's a very you know, large difference in talent. But even still, it's a concern when you think about whether it's Gerard Davis, uh, whether it's CJ Mosley. These guys have really, really struggled in pass coverage. Well, CJ Mosley, the last half of the season, he started very strongly, but they have to find a way to make sure that if they are getting pressure, they can't just dump the ball down to... Uh, 
to Miles Gaskin or the rest of the running back core. They need to make sure they do a better job, not only in these one-on-one routes, but also in the screen game. Don't be super aggressive. Have some situational awareness on third and long that it might be a screen. We'll see how it plays out. Luke, any other keys to this matchup that we didn't touch on yet that you want to talk about? Yeah, look, I'm a little worried about Morgan Moses since he kind of got banged up in the Houston game, I believe it was, that he got rolled up on his ankle and he kind of tweaked himself in that game, looked like he probably should have come out. Hasn't quite been playing at the same level. And at the same time, Jalen Phillips has, I want to say, maybe five sacks in the last six or seven weeks. So he started to be really productive. And look, while he's a rookie, he was a top 15 selection and he's starting to really come into his own. So I think blocking him is going to be big. Um, if the Jets don't and Zach Wilson's under pressure and under duress, then you're going to see his eyes get even more scrambled. There's going to be more poor decisions. So it, the Jets need to avoid turnovers. The best way to do that is by giving their rookie quarterback a clean pocket. And I think it starts with blocking Jalen Phillips. So I think that's a low, uh, low key, quite important as well. Luke Grant, the Thunder from Down Under. Thanks so much for coming on and talking through the keys to the game and some film with me. Really appreciate it. You do a great job of breaking down the film on our YouTube channel. So go ahead and talk about what people can find over there, why they should subscribe if they haven't already. And I think you know a thing or two about what's in our store over at tpublic.com. I do. Uh, the shirts and the range we've got across the Public for the Play Like a Jet store are awesome. My partner, Alex, you can find her underscore can I be frank on Instagram. She does a great job with the designs. The Zach the Ripper shirt. We've got the Play Like a Jet logo obviously up there. Not that she designed that. Uh, we have the bless you, thank you range. We talk every week about Quinnen and JFM. Hopefully one of them gets in the Pro Bowl. We'll see how that plays out. I really loved that design. Um, you can you can get a variety of things with the shirts as well. You can get them on hats, mouse pads, phone cases. It's just a cool twist rather than just buying the same generic team merch that you can always find on you know jetshop.com. So uh, it's she did an awesome job. So make sure you check it out at tpublic.com. Uh, the link in both of our Twitters. Uh, so you can find us there. And then across on the YouTube, it's been a bit of a quiet week for me. I've been pretty frantic with work, but I've got a, a Zach Wilson video dropping in the next 24 hours just for people to watch before he plays again this week against Miami uh, tomorrow. So it'll just be going over some of the negatives. Obviously, I did a review of the Philly game. I don't want to be you know, one-sided and only show the positives. So I'll show some of the inaccuracies, some of the drops, talk people through some of the concepts. So that'll be dropping in the next 24 hours just before kickoff for the Miami game, just so people can watch it and then see if Zach Wilson improves on some of the things he struggled with. Make sure you check out our YouTube channel and subscribe if you haven't already. Check out our store over at T public.com that's t-e-e-public.com and give us a five-star review for the podcast on itunes if you haven't done that already easy way to help out the show if you like what we're doing doesn't take you much time doesn't cost you any money but it goes a long way to help us out so if you could go ahead and do that for us we'd be quite grateful and for the latest and greatest in new york jets podcasts and content you know where to go that's play like a jet digital and play like a jet.com Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. 
Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. I'm Victoria Cash. Thanks for calling the Lucky Land Hotline. If you feel like you do the same thing every day, press 1. If you're ready to have some serious fun for the chance to redeem some serious prizes, press 2. We heard you loud and clear. So go to LuckyLandslots.com right now and play over 100 social casino-style games for free. Get lucky today at LuckyLandslots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.